Good morning, Calvary Church. Welcome to Calvary. Welcome to a day where we get to celebrate baptisms. Yes, I heard some clapping. Some exciting, yeah, it is exciting. That's right. It's a beautiful day. It's a wonderful day to hear testimonies of faith, of individuals who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior and who want to publicly uh, express their inward change with an outward expression of baptism. And so uh, we're going to have three individuals who are going to come speak and share their stories. But first, I would like to pray. So would you bow your heads and let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of being able to worship together in this place. Uh, God, thank you that you are a God who loves us and cares for us and uh, goes into the depths of suffering and difficulties, and God, you're there in the joys and the triumphs. And so, Lord, we know there's nowhere that we go that you aren't with us. And so, Lord, we thank you for the blessing of walking with us, of journeying with us, and Lord, that we would continue in this this day, this Sunday morning, Lord, uh, to worship you, to glorify your name, Lord. Open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears, God, to hear the message Tom has prepared Uh, Lord, for us to hear. God, open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears, Lord, to the message that these three individuals and their testimonies are going to bring in just a minute. Uh, Lord, thank you for your word, and thank you, God, for the truth and the promises of being with us through everything we do. Uh, God, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning we have three individuals, and first we have Debbie Boltress to share her story. Good morning. I felt the call from God for a while to be baptized, but I had a lot of excuses as to why I didn't obey God's request. The real reason that I didn't do it sooner was that I was just plain scared to be up here in front of a lot of people. Hearing Pastor uh, Jim's sermon on baptism was my defining moment. It was time to be fully obedient to God. I have always considered myself a Christian but it wasn't until my children were little that I started following Christ. <clears throat> you see, one day when my son was three, we passed by our church, and he, as we often did, and he proclaimed very loudly and proudly, we don't go there anymore. So it really hit home, for the, but not for the reasons that it should have. It, uh, I felt like a failure as a parent and not a failure in my faith. After that, my husband and I decided to not only go to church every Sunday, but to also try out Wednesday night Bible study and family nights offered at the church we were attending. We were reluctant, but vowed this time to try, even if it was uncomfortable for us. Instead of ducking out early as we had planned to do if we weren't ready, we stayed and my faith blossomed. As our faith grew, we were put to the hardest test my husband and I have ever faced. He lost his job, and he couldn't find a new one. He started a business and worked second shift at a factory. I went to work doing clerical work, but nothing we did provided enough for our family. This is when I learned the true meaning of the grace of God. There were times when I wouldn't have enough, when I would have to make 
the choice whether to, to put gas in my car or feed my family. I had to hold my breath, hoping to make it home on what little gas I had. But God is so good. He provided so beautifully for our family in ways we didn't expect. We learned to be grateful, content, and obedient. For seven years, it felt like my family was in the desert. But in the desert, my faith only grew stronger, and my love for God never faded. There were times when I would be coming home from work, shouting at God in the car, voicing my anger and frustration with him, only to have my feelings turn to praise and promises of obedience to him. I learned so much about loving and gracious God in these trying times, and eventually he gave us an amazing blessing in a thriving, purposeful business that we have been lucky enough to be able to help others with. I can truly say, without a shadow of a doubt, that God is real. Sorry, I can't read it. God is real. God loves each and every one of us. The verse that has meant the most to me is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray with me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find you, find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I've banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Debbie, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Absolutely. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Absolutely. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in the likeness of his death. Raise to new life in him. We have Aaron Barber to share his story. Hi, Calvary. My name is Aaron, and I'm here to get baptized. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was six, and I lied a lot, especially when it came to brushing my teeth. I was disobedient and sometimes rude to my parents. I am not saying I'm going to be perfect after this, but I know with Jesus in my heart, I can do anything. My favorite Bible verse in Philippians 4, 6, Two seven, which says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, and present your request to God, and 
The peace of God which transcends all understandings will guard your heart and minds with Christ Jesus. I love this verse because it gives me peace and I'm ready to be baptized and excited to be excited to have new life through him. You can stay right there. You can stay right there. Aaron, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my brother, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of his death. Raised to new life in him. Great job, buddy. Awesome. Finally, we have McKenna Burke to share her story. Hi, and good morning, everyone. My name is McKenna Burke. Before I tell my story today, I wanted to share a verse that has been heavy on my heart for the past few months now. John 3, 7. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. My whole life, I grew up Christian. I was very blessed to have a supportive family who encouraged and showed me the path of Christianity without forcing anything upon me. I always knew getting baptized was something I needed to do and wanted to do to fully submerge myself in the presence of the Lord. Regardless of knowing this, I did the typical thing and convinced myself that I wasn't ready or prepared. I was seeking a relationship with the Lord before telling myself I was ready to get baptized. But at the time, I wasn't fully ready to submit to taking the time to get to know him. It wasn't until my junior year of high school that I made the decision to make my faith my own, regardless of knowing the Lord my whole life. I took a huge leap of faith and ended up on a mission trip to Tijuana, Mexico, where my whole life would be changed forever. Despite these new feelings towards my faith, I was still very convinced it wasn't my time to get baptized. Freshman year of college, attending a private Catholic school in the midst of COVID and fighting external battles, I find myself at the lowest I had ever been. The only thing holding me together was my faith. I truly don't know where I would be if I didn't have the Lord as my lifeline. The Lord being fruitful provided me with a community, the year after who quickly became my closest brothers and sisters in Christ. Pursued and pushed in these friendships, I was fully submerging myself in my faith and was the happiest I had been. I attended a church event a while ago, and John 3-7 was the only thing engraved in my mind by the end of the night, even though it was never mentioned once during the gathering. This was the last sign I needed from the Lord telling me it was time to come home. No more excuses, just a yes and an amen. Right. <laughs> McKenna, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of his death. Raise new life in him. 